Okay, back to some more previews of things to come in the near future. And this is episode 596 of Under the Cull of MS. I forgot to put the number out for the last episode. Getting close to 600 and we should do something special. See what happens. I have plans to get some audio up and running again. So I'm working on it. Hopefully we'll have a good week of things to come. But let's get to a few graphic novels from the past before we talk about the new stuff to buy in the future. All right. Castle Waiting, written by art by Linda Medley. Fantasy worlds are often ugly places, full of vicious monsters, brutal rulers, and sexually aggressive bandits. It's often kill or be killed, as the pregnant and wayward Jane discovers. The world of Castle Waiting is a land entirely unlike the others. Here the people are mostly gentle, the adventures cheerful, and pretty much everyone knows how to play, play nice. Looks like interesting black and white artwork. I'm just not really into the medieval stuff at the moment. We got Day Tripper, written by art by Fabio Moon and Gabriel by Bay, or I think it would be Bay or Ba, but I would think Bay. Bras de Olivias Dominguez. Writes obituaries. Good ones. He's also dying, or dead, or alive. In the lofty, confusing, and trippy day tripper, Moon and Bay explore Braz and his various moments of potential deadness while musing on family, being alive, and the things we place importance on. Day Tripper leaps from moment to moment in Bra's life with a plum showing us the most important stuff with a casual yet thoughtful style. Throughout Bra's life, we see the way his decisions affect him and those around him. No matter how isolated we try to be, our lives are inextricably Interconnected, death looms over every chapter, especially since Braz dies at the end of each one. While at first, these deaths are tragic, as Day Tripper progresses, the tragedy gives way to understanding. Looks like an interesting read. Lemmy, hey, Lemmy, stay down. You don't need to go up there. I got a cat that, or let me kill my sir, got attacked by the neighbor's dog the other day and got at least, well, eight plus holes pierced into his body. So the dog obviously chomped down on him a few times as the owner sat there and watched because he, when I, when Lemmy came running to the door, freaked out and fallen over. I opened the door, and him and two dogs were right by our yard. So, but now he's trying to jump over my barrier I have set up so he can't get up into the other room. He just finally started climbing stairs a little bit the past couple days. He made it out of the basement for the first time, but it's a lot of wear and tear on his back legs. That's where one of the biggest holes are and then he's got some bad ones in his groin area so if he jumps he's gonna rip stuff open but yeah so you gotta keep an eye on the little shit he was sleeping now he's up and walking around we got why the last man written by brian k vaughn art by pi guerra 
What would the world be like without men in it? That's the question posed by why the last man. Things would be chaotic for a while, as they would be after any event affecting a huge portion of the human population. And those who are still left would see a serious shift in social dynamics. Brian K. Vaughn explores gender dynamics in this post-apocalyptic tale of the last known man in a world full of women. Vaughn's famous for his sharp-tongued writing. Oh, yeah, we don't have to get into that. But yeah, this has been, this is book one. This has been made into movies, series, I can't even remember. I know I watched them. Watched it, I'm pretty sure it was both. Then there was other forms of it out there. Also, we got Zeta the Space Girl, written by art by Ben Hotke. Zeta the Space Girl takes Anus Nin's words to heart to show us the figurative and literal ways friends show us new worlds. A meteoroid crashes to the Earth. Embedded in it is a remote with a big red button. It's a well-known rule that when you see a big red button, you push that big red button to see what happens. No, it was obviously put there for a reason. Probably not a good idea to push a red button. You push that big red button to see what happens. Zeta and her friend Joseph obey this rule out of curiosity leading to the creation of a portal to an alien world. From this portal emerges gnarly tentacles that grab Joseph and yank him in. Zeta, being the good friend that she is, leaps in after him. Yeah, that looks like a fun one. Button itself looks kind of fun. My cat is being a goofball. Trying to get where he can't go. Lemmy, you just stay and behave. Just go downstairs and relax. You don't need to go up. They always gotta go where they're not supposed to. <laughs> you got The Underwater Welder. Written by art by Jeff Lemire. Many of us keep the past close to our hearts. Whether it's for nostalgic reasons or regretful ones. It's hard to let go of what's happened, and Jeff Lemire captures these difficulties with the precision of a marksman in The Underwater Welder, a metaphor-laden ghost story about kids idolizing a parent, desperately trying to have a relationship with an absent parent and getting stuck in the past. Lemire's protagonist, Jack, is an imperfect man with problems, faults, and fears, and every man. Jack's father died on a diving excursion when he was a young boy. Guilt and the lack of closure from his father's body, never being found, creates an obsession in Jack, who chases his father's ghost by adopting the same obsession that cost him his life. This looks interesting. Jeff Lemire puts out some great stuff, so I wouldn't mind checking that one out. We are going to end this here and get you to the goodies that are coming out in the near future. And get you that you can pick up at your favorite co comic shop or pre-order or whatever you like to do to get your items over the next few months. But We'll be back right after this. All right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> set. I'm working on something else on another page, trying to set things up here. Uh, back for another run of goodies that are coming out in the future. 
starting out with they got some bunch of new DC Hero Clicks characters coming out. I can't remember. There was a variety of them. There were some pretty cool ones, but the only one I uh, marked down was they got a DC Hero Clicks Peacemaker Project Butterfly figure where he's doing his funky little groin pulsing dance moves. <laughs> and it's they had another Peacemaker one too, just a normal position, but. <laughs> Uh, it's fun. What the heck? All right, yeah. Bugs attacking me. All kinds of things happening here. I'm trying to get set up to do this. All right, should be good to go now. Next up, we have Deadly Hands of Kung Fu Gang War by Marvel Comics. Whose side are you on? Gang War has thrown the crime lords and superheroes of New York into a deadly conflict. And as both, Shang-Chi must play each side against each other. In a dangerous game of deception, when he became leader of the family's five-weapon society, he promised to use it for good. But friends and foes alike have been unsure of his true intentions. The stakes of Gang War will force his hand as he vows to protect Chinatown and use the opportunity to eliminate the Five Weapon Society's biggest rivals. He'll use his world-class fighting skills as well as deceit, calculation, and manipulation to navigate the battlefields as he learns the art of war is all about the shades of gray. It's like, I don't care about this whole gang war. Uh, big storyline that's coming out with Marvel right now, but I love that cover. <laughs> I'd like to get it just for that. And that cover, if it just said lit Deadly Hands of Kung Fu and didn't ha have Gang War on it, I would definitely check it out, but who knows? Maybe I will just for the cover. I'm going to probably swallow about five bugs while I do this. <laughs> podcast i left the door open a little so the pain in the butt let me kill my sir the cat could lay there and go in and out whenever he wanted so i didn't have to get up during a creator interview podcast which you should check out on crimson color comic club we've been doing a lot of fun creator interviews and this one is another great one so it'll be out in a well, it'll be out probably a week or so before I put this out. So, so I usually wait a week or so before I put these out, just so it comes out more when people can get their hands on the issues to order them ahead of time if they want. But yeah, lots of great creator interviews. Lots of fun. Check out Crimson Cow Comic Club. Along with Under the Cowl of MS and make everybody follow us and rate, review, give us likes, do whatever you can to help us out. You're getting this for free and I'm putting lots of time and effort into it. So what the heck? <laughs> give me a little bump. It doesn't hurt you. just helps me. All right. This was kind of cool. I was just asking the wife the other day, I think, or someone. I was mentioning that I haven't heard nothing with Twisted Sister and Dee Snyder in a long time. I know what Twisted Sister's done, and he said he definitely wasn't bringing it back. But I know he was into doing play stuff, uh, theatrical type things too. So I figured there'd be something that he'd be doing. But we get Dee Snyder. He's not going to take it. No, not going to take it. Not going to take it. Oh, uh, it's just D. Snyder. He's not going to take it. By Z2 Comics. The name of D. Snyder is synonymous with the battle of freedom of expression in the arts. This new graphic novel will follow the impact of it through, throughout D.'s life. From a childhood where he was frequently silenced through the early efforts to stifle his band's music. To the open warfare of the PMRC hearings in Washington, D.C., and his current efforts on social media. 
he's not gonna take it, tells the story of why free speech is so important to this man who has fought for it, even when it endangered everything that was important to him. Yep, he was one of the only, one of the very few rock musicians that stood up for what he believed in and actually went to court, fought a, case, a big case and won that and did so much other good from all that fiasco. But yeah, he was awesome, still is. Just wonder what he did with his all his outfits <laughs> that his wife made for him. And, uh, or the ones that he took of his wife's <laughs> that he kept. But yeah, he's a crazy one, but he's a lot of fun. Uh, we got Digital Lizards of Doom, graphic novel, volume one, level one, Do- Dizzy Doom by Paper Cuts. Join the Digital Lizards of Doom on an unforgettable action adventure through the cosmos. When a magical trickster secretly traps an entire universe inside a video game world, a young warrior named Dizzy Doom must search for answers to unravel the mystery. But as villains from another galaxy come to attack his kingdom, Dizzy is forced to make an unlikely alliance with a mysterious ninja and cyborg cat pirate. Dizzy's ideology will be tested as he comes to realize Everything is not always as it seems. Um, my MS brain is telling me I never finished the bug story. Too. Uh, basically, I had the door open for the cat and while we were doing that podcast. And it was just getting dark. And once it gets dark, all the little moss and all these little skeeter-type critters and stuff come in the house. And tiny-ass bugs. And they like... They hang around your mouth and eyes. They just want that moisture. <laughs> it's like, get away from me. So, yeah, I'll probably suck a few in. <laughs> or I might have told you that part and totally forgot that, too. Who knows? MS is fun. But I got the new a new neurologist, and it's the one I want. So, can't wait to see him. MS neurologist, I should say. We got Disney Villains, Cruella DeVille, number one, by Dynamite Entertainment. I know, you're like, shut up, dude. This is comics. We don't give a shit about your MS. (laughs) All right. The beloved Disney villain in her own fabulous series. They're giving it to all of them with lots of covers. Darling, even though there's absolutely no hard evidence that noted contourer Cruella DeVille was ever involved in the theft of any Dalmatian puppies. Her name has been ruined in all of the tabloids, and now her reputation in the fashion world is hanging by a thread, which is why she's willing to do anything, anything, to restore her good name. Even stealing the royal family's priceless jewels. How will that restore her reputation, you ask? You'll just have to pick up this brand new entry in Dynamite's Disney Villains Adventures to find out. With a story and a cover by the astonishing, talented Sweeney Boo. And interior art by the continentally sophisticated Mariana Puglia. Disney Villains Cruella DeVille No. 1 also features covers from the intensely fashionable Joshua Middleton. They're going crazy with all those Disney characters, but hey, I liked Gargoyles. I liked Darkwing Duck. I just didn't read the complete runs. I just checked out a couple issues of each. We got Distemper number one of three by Blood Moon Comics. Just getting by in this post-apocalyptic shell of a world where man's best friend has caused death of 90% of humanity. Okay, that didn't make any sense. Just getting by in this post-apocalyptic shell of a world where man's best friend has caused the death of 90% of humanity is already hard enough. 
but it becomes exponentially more deadly when a group of survivors inadvertently rescue a kidnapped woman and find themselves inexorably dragged shouldn't that say inexorably i don't know dragged into an unrelenting struggle against a family of better armed and much more dangerous adversaries i am so confused so man's best friend caused the death of 90 percent of humanity why uh, why are we against the dogs what the fuck uh name name of it's distempered there's jackasses in the trees with guns and dogs surrounding people so i don't think i want to read that they're gonna make the dogs look bad i don't like that <laughs> uh duke number one by image comics miniseries premiere codename gi joe starts here conrad hauser has made first contact with an alien being and lived to tell the tale but no one not even colonel hawk believes the story of the jet fighter converting into a colossal alien robot that nearly killed the man known as duke now one of the u.s army's most decorated soldiers is on the hunt for answers drawn into a conflict that no amount of training could ever prepare him for a war that only a real american hero has any chance of surviving joshua williamson and tom riley kick off the first of four action-packed mini-series that will introduce the best and worst humanity has to offer in the energon energon universe i wasn't big on gi joe but they got some pretty cool shit that's been coming out so that one sounds pretty interesting yeah i tried to read some of the older gi joe i loved it when i was a kid and stuff and now that i'm an adult i adult maybe i'm an uh, not not an adult i'm just a big kid in an old person's body (laughs) Uh, but yeah i tried from issue one and could not get into it like i did back then so i loved the cartoon and all that some of this new stuff might pull me back in who knows Exciting Comic Sketchbook One-Shot by Antarctic Press. You tell the tale. Action, adventure, as you like it. The wildest adventures we could come up with. Maybe nothing compared to what's in your imagination. So show us what you've got. Draw up your own drama of daring deeds or commission it from your favorite artists. (laughs) i mean it's a cheap way to get yourself something to publish up or put out there but it's by antarctic press but it's a blank cover with i'm assuming all blank pages (laughs) it just has the antarctic press exciting comics logo on the front i will probably buy at least three of those and I already have one story in mind. I'm trying to go play off the name because the cover does have exciting comics on it. So definitely want to play off that name. But yeah, <laughs> we'll have to get some and see what we can come up with. I need to get my ass back to drawing. I haven't drawn anything up in a while. So I is slacking. Slack a lacking. All right, we got Fall of, House, Fall of the House of X, number one, by Marvel Comics. And they are giving us no descriptions, so that means we'll know more about that one probably next month. I wish they wouldn't do those, but Marvel has a tendency to pull that shit once in a while. And you can guess what it is. It's an X-Men-related comic with the House of X. 
Uh, we have flat. <laughs> I mean, they've, they had a one shot last month. They got a one shot this month. I'm surprised that they're staying strong, but I'll pick it up. We have flesh eating cheerleaders, 1969 by Dren productions back in 1969. Good year. Year before I was born though. As the summer of love was just beginning, the earth was invaded by aliens. It wasn't televised. The aliens infiltrated our planet completely undetected. They did so by infecting a naive young cheerleader and a wandering hippie. Damn hippies. (laughs) The aliens turned these two young women into murderous cannibals hell-bent to satisfy their own needs, no matter what the expense might be. Join us for this original tale that tells the story of of the as-yet-unknown pair of alien worms that have been living among us undetected for decades. I can't see those worms going for decades without coming up their way too damn aggressive. There's no way they sat there for decades just waiting. So I I have a feeling we're going to see a ton of flesh-eating cheerleader stories throughout the years that they come up with now. And this is just the origin story, which is nice to get our hands on. So, yeah, I will have to check this out. Even though I wasn't overly thrilled with the regular run because it was just too much been there, done that. But they did have their own fun twist in it this is a really cool cover i like this franken babe graphic novel by invader comics when the leader of new transylvania's criminal underworld unleashes an army of automatons franken babe must protect the civilian population discover the identity of the demon who hunts her and uncover an an insidious antagonist from new transylvania's past collects the original three issue run in a single book Uh, i don't remember that run and i will be getting that book i am just totally frankenstein happy lately it's been getting totally into frankenstein stuff i don't know why I always enjoyed the, well, I enjoyed the creature screw Frankenstein, but I always enjoyed that creature character and kind of felt a connection with him. But yeah, it's, for some reason this past couple years just pulled me back into really getting into that character. So much so, I already started a, comic or the play on the character all sketching it (laughs) doubt if it'll ever come to fruition but hey who knows garfield fully caffeinated graphic novel his 75th book holy shit garfield's back in the brand new full color compilation comic strip book truly a must-have for fans garfield was born to be wired Coffee and lots of it is the only way to kickstart his day. Got chocolate? He'll binge on that too. Garfield lovers will get a jolt of joy from this new collection of comics guaranteed to boost your spirits. I love Garfield and I've got a bunch of his books and I was just at a rummage sale not long ago. Had a Garfield, Kelvin, and Hobbes, all kinds of those style thick books full of comic cartoons from back in the day and i bought a bunch of them they were only two bucks a pop couldn't believe that it was awesome so i grabbed ones that i did not have i should have grabbed them all if i was smart <laughs> i is dumb all right see where our timer is we're good for a few minutes yet we got giant sides Giant Size Spider-Man, 2024, number one, one-shot by Marvel Comics. And no description, again, Marvel. You're going to be a fun one today, aren't you? All right. 
We got Godzilla rivals Jet Jaguar, Jaguar versus Megalon. Number one, one shot. I don't know either of those names. I don't know who those characters are in the Godzilla world, but this is by IDW Publishing. Jen Anka is not excited to start her new fast-paced fast food career at Manila Burger, but she's much She'd much prefer a mundane day to the sudden return of Megalon. The monster brings destruction, trapping Jen in a forgotten lab deep deep beneath the restaurant with only the half-built form of Jet Jaguar to help her get out. She must repair the robotic defender to save herself and the city. But first, she needs to escape the rubble Trapping her in this tense adventure. Oh, sorry. I'm blowing on the microphone. I got two bugs fighting to get in my mouth, I guess. They're just circling around right in front of my computer and they keep hitting me in the face. They're like about the size of a toothpick tip. Little shitheads. It's like the smaller they are, the more freaking annoying. Grim uh, Fairy Tales 2023 Holiday Pinup Special. I just reviewed a Grim Fairy Tales 2023 Summer Swimsuit Edition. Now we got the winter pinups. It's like this year just flew by. Sucks. It's like hopefully fall takes its time. It's my favorite time of year, but. Spring and summer shot right through. We're going to have snow in a month, probably. You know, one state had snow like a week or two ago. All right. So it's Grim Fairy Tales 2023 Holiday Pinup Special Number One One Shot from Xenoscope Entertainment. Just in time for the hap- hap- happiest time of year comes the Grim Fairy Tales 2023 Holiday Pinup Special. Get ready to check out all of your favorite Grim Universe heroines and villainesses, spreading some holiday cheer in their sultry winter outfits. Some of the industry's top artists contribute gorgeous pinups of the Grim Universe's most popular female characters in this stunning collection. Also includes a never-before-published Grim Fairy Tales short stories, and I love that they do that and mention it every time. It's like, don't give us just the pictures. Give us a little story, at least. And they do. And so far, every one of them has been very enjoyable that I've read. In my opinion. And then we got Grim Fairy Tales Annual 2023, number one, one shot by Xenoscope Entertainment. The universe is on the edge of destruction. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga has been all over the place this past year. Plus, we just... Did the Hellboy uh, read through and li- read through the library editions and went over those stories. So check out those episodes from Crimson Color Comic Club. <laughs> uh, we got those out there too, and we got some that aren't published yet. They're coming coming out. So. Okay, Bobby Yaga and the Faceless Woman's plan is coming to fruition. Sky Mathers and her allies are all that stand in the way of our world blinking out of existence. But somehow, something even more sinister is creeping through the chaos. And all who fall in its shadow may not survive. Don't miss this climactic battle for all of reality and the ultimate finale to the rise of Cthulhu Saga of the Grim Universe. Hmm. Might have to pick that up. Now we got Grim Fairy Tales presents Cinderella, Princess of Death, number one. It's a, it's a kick-ass cover with the Grim Reaper and her outfit just being completely shredded. I love that. I'm going to have to draw something to that effect. I really like how she's laid out there. All right. This is by Xenoscope Entertainment, of course. Another one-shot. 
I got spiraling from the borderline lunatic minds of Xenoscope and their most loyal VIP fans. Comes a story so crazy we needed a few extra blood-soaked pages to tell it. In this oversized issue, find out what happens when Cinderella Cinderella gets, gets to play God, or more specifically, Death. Taking over for Kerez, the goddess of death, she thinks she can do better. Job is now do a better job. Is now Cinderella Monroe, Princess of Death. They got words there. Two words pushed together and stuff all over. It's confusing the shit out of me. Alright, don't miss this sword to scythe insane story. Where the future of the world rests on the whims of a mad woman sending all who stand in her way or just annoy her to a farm really far away. I just love that cover. I just, yeah. I might have to get it just for that. I do not like the Cinderella on the cover. Almost looks like a guy in Cinderella cosplay. That's kind of scary looking to me. Uh, so I'm not too sure about that, but I just, hey, I want the cover just to have death in the background. That's awesome. We'll see. Cinderella might pull me away from it. I'll hem and haw over it for a while. I'll look at the other covers too. We got Guma. The Beginning of Her. Number one by Titan Comics. That's spelled G-U-M-A-A. Young Kalita escapes from a drug syndicate and discovers an ancient blade in a long abandoned temple. Using its power, she becomes the goddess of the city, controlling the citizens through dark magic and fear. But events are manipulated against her from the shadows, targeting Kalita, a final action-packed confrontation will reawaken the ancient war and change the balance of power between heaven and hell forever. Well, it's like, it sounds like she escapes something bad and then she becomes bad. That's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to kick ass, take names, and pay back all the jackasses that screwed you over in the first place. And everybody they know and everybody they know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe she's going that route. Okay, those are follow-ups. Oh, our friends at Happy Astronaut just got to mention this. They got number three. Three coming out, and Scoot McMahon has a cover. It's just, it's a wrestling style cover, and I just love it. And just, Scoot did an awesome job with that. So, both covers are awesome. Matt did a great job, too. But, yeah, I just had to mention Scoot McMahon has been added to the Happy Astronaut cover team. So, those are ongoings. We got... Hellboy, we were just talking about. Hellboy Winter Special Yule Cat, number one, one shot. I love that cover, so I might have to pick this one up. Hellboy travels to Rakyavik, where children are disappearing and a giant beast has been spotted. Could it be the infamous Yule Cat of Icelandic lore? Fan favorite Hellboy artist Matt Smith writes and draws this chilling wintry one shot. Usually, if you don't give me a good synopsis, I ain't even going to bother picking it up. But I love that cover. That's got to be one of my favorite Hellboy covers. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, I'm picking it up. It's a one shot. I can fork out a couple bucks. It won't kill me. All right, we got Holiday Spirits graphic novel of band by Band of Bards. I love that kind of like Crypt Keeper style character cover. Collecting 10 original stories of Christmas past, present, and... All right. I kind of was getting too into 
the covers and what I was checking out. <laughs> and I got cut off. So I think I left off checking out this holiday spirits with the little Crypt Keeper smoking on style character smoking on the cover all dressed up like Santa Claus. This is Holiday Spirits graphic novel by Band of Bards, collecting 10 original stories of Christmas past, present, and future. This anthology is filled with suspense and thrills brought to you by 22 super talented indie creators. Each story is introduced by the three ghosts of Christmas made famous by the book The Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. This horror anthology is a must-have under the tree this year. And it's 10 stories, 22 indie creators. Not giving me any concept, but I like the cover. so, And I like a good Christmas complete stories. And if I get a bunch of them in one book, that's a bonus. So, yeah, I'll probably pick that one up. And I like covers that excite me, so speaking of which, this isn't one for me to review because it's issue number five, and I have not read issue number one to four. Don't give a shit about issue number one to four, but Immortal Thor number five just so happens to have a Dustin guy in Howard the Duck cover, and it's got Howard trying to lift the hammer, and it's just... It's an awesome cover, and I hate that they put a character on anything other than issue number one, a special character. But I'll get it because of that cover, and then if I like the story, then maybe I'll go back and get number one to four. Who knows? You never know. But, yeah, I'm a sucker for covers. Get Invasive number one by Oni Press. Beyond access, beyond ethics, beyond science. Enter a terrifying new experiment in pain from Cullen Bunn and Jesus Arvaz. Dr. Carrie Reynolds was a veteran trauma surgeon with a godlike mastery of muscle and bone. But outside the operating room, her rigidly ordered life spiraled into chaos when her daughter... Heather, a recovering plastic surgery addict, suddenly disappeared, only to mysteriously reemerge in a catatonic state. Her vocal cords removed, the latest in a series of victims scarred by a battery of brazenly cruel medical procedures. They have baffled police and left the alarming number of once ordinary citizens maimed, mutilated, or dead on arrival. Deep beneath the streets of Cary City, a new kind of underground hospital has just opened its doors. And once inside, there are no rules, no oaths, and no taboos too deep to not be broken. Together, a new class of surgeon has sworn to pierce the final threshold of accepted medical ortho orthodoxy. One incision at a time. The scalpel is their tool. The alleys are their operating theater. Murder is their medicine. And only Carrie can stop what they're planning next. Yeah. Scary, scary skin people. <laughs> like to chop their bodies up to try and make themselves look better and and they get really old and look really scary. Kenny Rogers. Why would you do that to yourself? He was such a good looking person. Just destroyed himself. So many of them did. Alright. We got Jennifer Blood. Battle Diary number one. I gotta take a swig here. <sighs> nice good ice water. Hopefully the critters stay out of it. Okay. Jennifer Blood, Battle Diary Number 1 by Dynamite Entertainment. 
Everybody's favorite suburban wife, mother, and covert assassin, created by comics author extraordinary extraordinaire Garth Enos, returns for an all-new tale of extra legal killing and ruthless vigilantism. Following the grisly events of Bloodlines, the woman formerly known as Jessica Blute, a.k.a. Jen Fellows, a.k.a. Jennifer Blood, finds herself involved with a new class of criminals. This one-woman bane of organized crime is supposedly dead and buried, and that's exactly what she wants the world to think. Now, however, a visit to her original penitentiary gravesite puts blood in the crosshairs of a vicious prison gang. One that has no idea of what's about to hit them. This is by Fred Van Lent, Robert Carey. Jennifer Blood, Battle Diary Number 1, also features killer covers from, from a bunch of, bunch of creators. Like, but yeah, I recall... Uh, sorry, I thought, thought the wife messaged me. She's on vacation right now, so back home with her family. She wants me to video chat when she's done. But, uh, yeah, I, Jennifer Blood, I know I checked it out. That character, I read some of it, and I think I enjoyed it. So I'm not sure I'll have to look back at my backlog. We got Kid Venom Origins number one one shot by Marvel Comics. No description again. Marvel doesn't like us. We have to wait till next month to get a description for that one. We got Neil Before Zod number one by DC Comics. See if DC likes us. Yep. General Zod was Krypton's most notorious criminal. Now he has an entire planet to rule. But what happens when the most dangerous individual in the universe gets everything he ever wanted? Obviously, he wants more, and he'll stop at nothing to get it. In the most brutal series you'll ever read this year, you'll read this year. This is not a hero's journey. This is a dark ride brought to you by the sick and twisted minds of Adventure of Superman, Joe Casey and Dan McDade. In his monumental mainline DC debut, for General Zod and his family, the descent into hell has just begun. Interesting. Could Zod get me back into a Superman-style comic storyline? Hmm. Possibly. We got Legendary, spelled D-E-R-R-Y at the end, Red Sonia number one, one shot, by Dynamite Comics, and it's got a kick-ass steampunk cover A. When last we saw the Legendary world's Red Sonia, she was living the pirate's life aboard her ship, the Nautilus. But times have changed in this special 40-page one-shot adventure created exclusively for Red Sonja's 50th anniversary. Fan-favorite writer Katana Collins weaves a tale of thievery, deception, and a mysterious painting with a decidedly handsome and unaging owner. All set against the steam-powered backdrop of the legendary world, Illustrated by the incomparable Cooper Ball, legendary Red Sonia, legendary Red Sonia, also features incredible covers by a bunch of people. Um, yeah, I get a feel of what is it? The one story about the person in the mirror. I can't think of his name now, damn it. It was on the tip of my tongue when I was reading it. Hmm. Oh, well, someone knows it, and they're yelling it at me and saying, you stupid idiot, why are you even doing this? You shouldn't be doing this. I should be doing this. It's like, dude, or dude, 
I don't make no money. I haven't figured out how to compensate this. I don't get enough followers or likes or anything for anybody to recognize me. So <laughs> I just do it because I enjoy it. And it helps keep my brain going. Life is Strange, Forget Me Not, number one by Titan Comics. After the events of Life is Strange, True Colors, Alex and Steph tour across the states in their band until they find another lost soul on the side of the road. Lily, the pair take the teenager under their wing to uncover the truth of what she's running from, but there's more to Lily than meets the eye. As she silently struggles under the weight of heartache and memories of from life she hasn't lived to protect those around her from the truth of pain, an all too familiar story to Alex, but is there time to save Lily from a similar similar lonely fate? Life is, is strange has done good by everything I have checked out so far. Another interesting cover, Local Man number eight which I am following that whole series. That so happens to have a Tim Seeley and Tony Flex cover, which is basically a play on Max, if you remember Max Comics, M-A-X-X, from MTV back in the days. I always love those covers. I got a ton of them. A ton of those comics. Got Lodger number one, one shot. By Headless Shakespeare Press, 1954, Dr. Drusilla Saxby, one of the first African-American psychologists in the country, is called to a rural poor farm to help a patient. And this case is a whole lot more complicated than she expects. Faith, science, and supernatural collide in the battle for multiple souls. Can Dr. Saxby prevail when others have failed? I gotta let my cat in. He just decides to go in and out when I'm doing these things. Almost my microphone will reach. Almost. And you want, jackass? You want right back out, aren't you? Yeah, I know you. I know exactly what you're doing. You're going to come try and get treats. I'm going to say no. You're going to get pissy. And you're going to go right back up. Yeah. Don't even start looking at my cord either. I don't want you attacking that. Alright. Dang it. I think a couple more of those little bugs got here. That uh, was Lodger number one. Let's go to Lonesome Hunters, the Wolf Child trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. From Russ Manning, award-winning and Eisner-nominated Harold Coney, co-creator Tyler Cook, comes a supernatural fantasy about loss, power, and destiny. Monster hunters Howard and Lupe are on their way to get rid of a powerful sword, but car trouble leaves them stranded in a small town that is being terrorized by a magical wolf and mysterious child in a wolf mask. While waiting for, a car, for car repairs, Lupe befriends the child and she and Howard are drawn into a war between the townspeople and the deadly beast. Like Lupe, that's a wolf style name, right there, too. So, there's probably some link to her and the child. We got Machine Girl and Space Hell Angles E N G E L S instead of Angels by Alien Books. Brace for a high-octane journey as Machine Girl returns for new adventure. A perfect jumping-on point. Megan embraces a daring mission alongside her loyal comrades as the reigning champion of intergalactic mixed martial arts. Her skills are pushed to the brink. 
Her objective, conquer challenges, fail old and new, foes, and uphold a promise. Delivering a cryptic egg to her friend's sister, her sister's leaders of the enigmatic space biker gang. Courage, skill, and destiny collide amidst the stars. Interesting. So I'm not exactly, exactly sure. It's like when I hear Machine Girl, I think of the gal with the machine gun for a leg. <laughs> uh, all right. I had to check something. We got Mall Number One. Scout Legacy Edition, which I'm not sure what that means. I should know. It's by Scout Comics. Uh, yeah, this is just bringing old stuff back in print. So, yeah. If you wanted to get them all and you missed out on them all, well, they're reprinting them and throwing them back out there and with these Scout Legacy editions. Uh, here's some more Hero Clicks. Marvel Hero Clicks Deadpool Weapon X Play at Home Kit. That's interesting. They also have a Marvel Hero Clicks Deadpool Weapon X Release Day Kit. These are by WizKids. I'm going to have to check it out and see what these consist of. Instead of debating, can put them both in the incredible. Jam-packed play-at-home kit. Experience blades, claws, fangs like never before in this almost self-aware Hero Clicks. Okay, so it's a Hero Clicks set that you can play at home. And they also... Oh, no, that was the other one that I already said, the release date kit. And we got Marvel Meow, number one. One shot. Meow. By Marvel Comics, and they're not going to tell us anything about it, but just by the name and it being a one-shot, I'm going to probably get it. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, those are ongoing Mass Effect fans. They have a Mass Effect figure, the Garrus Bakarian figure, which was one of my favorites back when I played it. Then you got Mass Effect figure Liara at Sony. I think I dated her back when I played it. <laughs> then you got the Mass Effect Reaper Sovereign 8-inch PVC ship replica. And these are all by Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, Masterpiece number one. This is by Dark Horse Comics also. Jeez, huge-ass description. Don't know if I'm going to make it all the way through this one. Let's see, you got Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev with an all-new co crime comic epic. Emma is a brilliant and driven 16-year-old. She has paid for school with her next-level intentions and is well-known for her funny and honest webcomics. Then, one day, one of the most famous billionaires on the planet confronts her with the truth about her world. Emma discovers she is the only daughter of two of the greatest, most charismatic master criminals of all time. The suavest, most late criminals are the criminals criminal, the ones that wrote the rule book. There are movies about them starring the biggest movie stars. Her parents were the authors of the greatest casino robbery of all time, the greatest museum heist of all time, and they took the world's most famous billionaire for a cool billion before they disappeared never to be seen or heard from again. Ghost Zero Preston is the greedy billionaire her parents brilliantly ripped off before they disappeared. He has been looking for payback for years. 
He finds Emma, who clearly does not have his money. Zero threatens Masterpiece into pulling a grand, impossible job against his corporate enemy. This master of the universe will have his satisfaction. Masterpiece fashions a crew of her peers and her parents, odd associates, to pull off one of the greatest heists of all time. Among the cast of characters comes the return of the legendary criminal, the Paragon, a Robin Hood for our times. This this exquisitely well-dressed long con master criminal returns to his calling when faced with the truth behind the sinister corporate forces of Zero. Wow, talk about a little bit of over-description. That's probably more words that are in the whole book. They have episode two already shown to come out already, so, but it is a month part. They got Maze Agency number one by Scout Comics. The Maze Agency is back. I got some of these old comics and I have not read them yet. The Eisner, oh, that bug just went right into my eyeball. I hope you got some, whatever you're looking for there, buddy. The Maze Agency is back. The Eisner and Harvey nominated series by creator Mike W. Barr joins forces with Silvano Beltramo to return to the world of everybody's favorite comic book detective team. Jennifer Mays, sophisticated New York private eye and owner of the Mays Agency, and her paramour, Gabriel Webb, somewhat scruffy true crime writer and amateur sleuth, romance, solve crimes, and catch killers in fair play detective stories that the reader is challenged to solve before they do. In their latest adventure, someone is stalking the set of a slasher movie series. Jen and Gabe have to figure out the killer's identity and true motive before they become the killer's next victims. We got Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, number one by Marvel Comics. No description. And they have issue two already posted. It's like, you have no description for number one. Don't start shoving number two down my throat. All right, Mobius Library, the major hardcover by Dark Horse Comics. It's a comic I tried to read, and I, I don't know, I couldn't really get into it. It's by Gene Garad. The Major is a psychedelic sequential romp created by Mobius between 1997 and 2009, following a production principle that embraces graphic spontaneity and improvisation. The lead character of this pseudo-story, Major Grubert, evolves in a humorous yet philosophical manner, echoing how Mobius' creations are treated in the Inside Mobius series. Join the Major on his last trip to the nebula of the airtight garage, where Mobius rules as the playful trickster of legend. What begins as a comical jaunt into unusually profound philosophical questions regarding the nature of existence eventually winds up as a penetrating examination of the relationship between the author and his creation, the latter of whom must necessarily suffer at the heartless whim of his creator, despite the Major's passionate desire for real life and even freedom beyond these comics. Alright, we got a little time yet. I can get one or two more in yet. We got Monster Fun Christmas Special from Rebellion Comics. The Monster Fun Christmas Special is here again, bringing readers the gift of 32 pages of comics, competitions, and gags to entertain and inspire over the holiday period. Not only is the return of Kid Kong, Hell's Angel, Gums, Witch vs. Warlock, Space Invaded, 
but this issue also sees the introduction of Peaches Jones, the globe-trotting 14-year-old meeting monsters from all over the world in Peaches, creatures, and making their debut in this Christmas issue is Rex Power, the Tyrannosaurus Rex from space. <laughs> uh, those always sound fun. I've only checked out one or two. Okay, that's ongoing. We got a Magic Magic the Gathering Black Lotus 54 millimeter spin down D20 dice. So just because the Black Lotus is so popular as like the most popular card in Magic Gathering from the original set, you can't make a 20 sided die, stick a Black Lotus in it, and put a retail price of $59.99 for one dice? One freaking 20-sided dice? Because it's got a black lotus in it? I gotta know how many of these they sell. These are by serious dice. I, I really want to know. I, I got someone find it out. Tell me. Send it in the, in the comments section. I gotta know. Got My Little Pony. Best of Fluttershy number one, one shot by IDW Publishing. Make way for the soft spoken, but never to be overlooked Pegasus with a heart of gold. From caring for all creatures, no matter how big and scary, to always being willing to extend a hoof of compassion to her friends, Fluttershy does it with a bashful smile. Revisit the moments that make Fluttershy the embodiment of empathy and the spirit of kindness. Collecting My Little Pony Friends Forever number 10, number 18, and number 32. And My Little Pony Friendship is Magic number 64. Okay, we got Ninjak Super Killers number 1. By Valiant Entertainment, a ruthless team of superpowered killers versus the world's most lethal assassin. Who will survive? The all-new explosive limited series Ninjak Super Killers is a fast, fun, globe-trotting noir tale presented by the talented team of Jeff Parker and Mike Norton, surrounded in hostile territory. Ninjack and Songbird agent Mina are in the fight of their lives with no support, no supplies, and no way to escape. There's no way out but through. <laughs> I always like Ninjack. Okay, I think we'll end it there and we'll get back with more goodies soon.